delivery. Elevates the cross. Bain is there! A momentous night in Moore Park yet again as Sydney FC's A-League women's team continued to exhaust these superlatives as they raised the first trophy at the new Allianz Stadium and a record-breaking third premiership in a row. What more can we say about Ante Juric and his battle-hardened Warriors? Juric himself now enters unrivaled territory in not only Sydney FC history, but women's footballing history in this country and the world over. A dynasty has well and truly arrived, and we only hope as Sydney FC fans that we can keep hold of someone who I'm turning Sydney FC's greatest ever manager. Tonight on Sky Blue Stories, we fawn over our triumphant Sky Blue girls, talk about a six-goal thriller in the A-League men's, as well as cap the entire Sky Blue week that was and is to come. It's Jonathan Finger and Sean Maloney tonight on Sky Blue Stories. How are you, Sean? Very good. Yeah, still um, still riding the wave and the high of the girls' success over the weekend. And I can't disagree, Jono. I think he will go down as the greatest big shoes to fill whenever he chooses to, you know, head on to other things, mm. other uh, uh, other things. Yeah, so super stoked for the girls. They deserve it. Just missing one thing. They're missing, yeah. Yeah, just I think... Like like Ante said during over the last few days, well, you know we don't get enough credit, and fucking oath they don't. They don't mm. get enough recognition. Unfortunately, just how it is in this country with football and like other sports, grand final trophy. Yeah, it is. Look, I think it is a bit. I guess it's that consistency, you know, over the time, and and we're talking about three seasons where we have consistently been the best team. I mean. Uh, you know, again, I, I guess you you probably sort of say this because we've lost them, but you know, I know a lot of the girls um, much prefer the premiership than than you know these knockout games that, that yeah they're purists anyone, absolutely. You know, a lot of them are purists. A lot of the a lot of the A League men's players are, are as well. But just on Urich, we're we're talking about um, potentially potentially his sixth grand final in a row. Sixth. Sixth. Um, we've won one. Mm. Um, we have won one. But that would mean if they were, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but if they were to make the grand final, uh, it would be every season that Ante has been head coach, he's made the grand final. He's, he's special. He's the special one. He's he, he, he's he's CFC's special Murray. one. Uh, he's just, uh, they've got the Midas touch. And above all, you could probably go into his tactics and his, how he strategizes and whatnot in his recruitment. But I think he's probably a very just the best man manager, woman manager, person manager in terms of just mm. getting his players up and ready mentally to take on the rigors of what happens across a 90-minute game, across the entire season. Um, and like we've heard from Courtney and Macca, they love playing for him. They really love playing for him. They, they all do. They all do. And... Um... 
you know, there's there's several things to Ante's philosophy that that you know aren't aren't by accident. They're all by design. And um, I was very privileged on the weekend. We'll probably get into it a little bit later on, but very privileged on the weekend um, to have a, a very special experience through the Sydney FC Foundation that. Um, I know you were partly responsible for at least, Sean. Um, but I actually got to sit in on the on the pre warm up uh, rev up speech from Ante in the dressing room, and um, I, I just wanted to go and like punch the opposition for him. <laughs> but just, Australia says, um, no, like, well, you know, it could it could have been Gary Van Egmont. Um, no, <laughs> they were getting along quite well, but the way that he talks, but. It's also um, it's also just what he what he focuses on, and and you can see how he switches from being that I guess that father figure um, to the girls, switching from that you know kind hearted, loving, caring bloke into football manager mode, mm. and he does it like that uh, with a click of a finger, and 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 switches to that um, into that mode, and then specifically targets certain areas on. On where the where he wants to play and focus, talking about the conditions outside, telling him what they want to, what they should be looking for on the pitch in terms of the warm up, just really really special. And um, you know, I'd 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 love to have an argument with anyone that thought he he wasn't the club's greatest ever manager. Yeah, he's um you know we've debated for a little while. Is it Stage? Is it Ante? Is it Stage? Is it Ante? And I, I Arnie, think... Arnie, I, I'm I'm saying oh, oh, any, oh, I'm oh. saying any. I'm saying any and all. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, any absolutely. He's the most winning us and the been the most goal scoring us and less conceding us uh, teams. And look, they've had look, there's been a core of them there, mm. like Nat, for instance, and Jada, but they, they've had a fair bit of turnover. And you know, players have moved mm. overseas, whereas the the Kerrs and Kennedys and Kyers and Claire Wheelers, probably more recently, I dare say, you know. We'll, we'll lose a few more to move off to mm. other bigger challenges overseas and the like. So um, the loss of, or not, you know, the moving on of, of, of T, that's a huge part, of, not just because she's brilliant on the field, but also in terms of her ability to captain. Um, so what what he's done in, in the turnover and the changes, um, and also it's hard to be able to stay up at that level every single year and finding the motivation to to go and have those high expectations of each other and of yourself so i uh i tip my hat to to cdsc's greatest manager we'll talk um we'll talk a bit more about the squad and the girls uh in our in our review sean but Hmm. i think we need to give the people what they want just give them some around the grounds 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 Well, speaking of the girls, it's been determined. We've got some concrete details. They'll, they will be playing Western United, so it's 1v2, 3v4. 3v4, loser gets knocked out. See you later. And then the winner of that will play the loser of 1 and 2, and the winner of 1 and 2 will enjoy a little break. Uh, and then a fortnight later, they'll be in the grand final, which I think it's in Sydney this year. Memory serves me Could correct, be. Jonathan. But Could be. In the meantime, we have a semi-final up against West United. They've won one this season. We've won the other this season. Uh, Sunday, the 16th of April at Allianz. Uh, the main after, event. The main event after the curtain raiser of the boys, but we won't 
really talk about that yet. Um, 5.45 kickoff. So I encourage each and every one of you, if you haven't got tickets, get some. Uh, if you're a member, be there. Be there, you know, if maybe rock up halfway, watch the men's game from halftime or something like that, but be there for the main event. That is the women's game. That is their semifinal. Brilliant. Big test, a, a big, big test up against West United. They'll have Chloe back. Mm. Um, finding fit so yeah that could really you know shape whoever makes the grand final and whoever takes it out so be there on sunday the 16th but we'll of course we'll, we'll do a deep dive into it next week um ahead of the the game next sunday or sunday week i should say other little bit of news i was standing at the back of well not the cove but to the left of the cove or to the right um kind of as you saw, Jonathan, as you were sprinting past, you were a blur <laughs> as you were running to the, the halfway to do the to do the toying toss or, or like some kind of toss with Alex. Um, <laughs> it reminded me of the of those dreadful, awful days of of Corica. Oh, sorry, of Corica. Well, we're in those current days. Sorry, that's a that's a Freudian slip um, of faux pas um, of of Farina days. But I saw my very first Corica out banner. You did. Yeah, we I, I, I um was that was second days. half. Second half was that? Yes, a, was, it was the end of the one? second half. Um, a few jets went to three one sitting in front of me towards the back of of the bay. Wandered down. Don't lie, it was you. Court. It was you. No. Wasn't it? I, I couldn't make out if it was you, but I'm pretty sure I it provided was. the bed sheet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the high thread count, a very high thread Thought count, Egyptian, yeah. Egyptian, I believe. Um, and that was. I wonder if I wonder if Steve noticed, um, but. Yeah, look, and we'll we'll deep dive into the game and the disappointment. But you know, Corica out, bedsheet banners or not, um, there's a lot of disappointment um, about how the how the men are playing at the moment. I think um, to to whoever those gentlemen were, I think they did well by not associating themselves within the cove. They sort of looked like they'd made it on purpose to to be on the side. Yeah. Um. You know. So ah, oh, look. Yeah, people are free to express uh, as we are uh, what they want, but that was a rather large uh, and, and a large sign. Um, and yeah, I yeah, it, 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 as you said, Sean, it's been it's been about a decade probably since we've seen a uh, something in that form uh, from Sydney FC supporters. So um, another little thing, and uh, did you tell me this or did I see it on the Twitter sphere? Um, Alex Barmyohan and Dimi Petrados at, at our yeah. Sydney FC St George game. Um, yeah, I think it was Ian. Um, I think it was Polska. I think it was Ian uh, that tweeted that out. Um, but I did actually see Baum's the back of Baum's head in the in the footage when I was watching the the game on the weekend. So um, yeah, Dimi, we read think... into that. Should we? Was there a Petrados in the St George side? There were it... two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were two. Yeah, yeah. So Dimmy is obviously there watching his watching his brothers. Yeah. Um, uh, Mackie and the other one that played for Newcastle, which I forget right now. Um, Costa, well, Costa, Costa could have been Costa, could have been Costa Petrados. Um, so true. yeah, they were both there. Um, no, I don't think anything to look into. Baum, huh? you know, Baum obviously. How would he know Dimmy though? Like they never played together or anything, you know? And maybe, maybe they did. Did they play together at the Wanderers? I don't know. I, I just, I just, there's no direct friendship that, that I can tell anyway. So who knows? Maybe football they're friends. Football, football friends. friends. Football friends. Football friends. 
yeah, so that was nice. It? Yeah, it wasn't nice. That was nice. We'll talk um, about the NPL boys and the results a little bit later on. Now, the next little bit. Um, oh, don't tell me you bloody delete. I put it in white font. Damn you. Oh. Um, my Google my Google Doc and it, it's shared and can be edited. Was there, a, but, was there a secret one? Yeah. Oh, look, okay. What I'm, what I'm going on about is, mm. and you, you tweeted something when Indiana scored the goal uh, mid last week against Perth, the first goal where yeah. we actually won four two. Um, and you said you re- retweeted that and you added to that, that this season there's been 10 different goal scorers mm-hmm. this season, 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, 10. This is, 10. 10. Uh, this is the least number of goal scorers we've had since the 1920 season. 19 slash yes. 1920. We haven't been playing that one. The 19 slash 20 so season. So 10 individual goal scorers. So I had typed up who those 10 were. And then, because I was going to test yourself. And if Jules was, you know, Jules is a bit sick. <laughs> um, he's got a case of the Rodwells. So he's, he's out tonight, if you haven't already, already realized. Um, <laughs> and I put out, I typed up in white. I didn't want you and Jules to see it. It's gone. Uh, get off the spreadsheet or get off. Oh, no, bugger off. No, you can it's see there. it. It's there. It's there. Don't have a look. Yeah, I can see. I, you I added didn't delete anything. Else to the sheet because you added something oh. else to the sheet. So oh. my test to you is now name those 10. Name the 10. Yeah, name those scores. 10. Don't look easy. at the sheet. Go away. Easy, easy. All right. Easy. Um. I'll try and do it in. Uh, I'll try and do it in. How many they've scored or whatever. How about that? Big dick job. Ten individual goals. All right. So, uh, Madison Haley, of course. Who scored on the weekend? Courtney and Macca. Yeah. Princess. Mm-hmm. Sarah Hunter. Yep. Rachel Lowe. Uh huh. Uh, Remy Simpson. Yes. I think she's Nat, got two. Matt Tobin. Yeah. Is that eight? Is that eight fingers? Eight. Yeah. Uh, Indy. Of course. One more. This one would be the hardest of the ten to work out, but you need a clue? No. Let me figure it out. I'm looking at your curse on the sheet. Good. It's not moving. I know Charlotte. I know Charlotte hasn't scored still, uh, and like Charlie didn't either. Charlie you know, hasn't. Last season, she has she had a couple, two or three. Maybe her getting Percy something at my part. Benton hasn't scored. Yeah. Roller, roller, roller. roller. Yeah, against Canberra. Is she charged at the keeper and yeah, but yeah. We yeah, that's the one. She's is that, at, is that ten? That's ten. Yeah, you got, you got well done, Jonathan. Thank you. I, was, I need a sound effect for that. Pat myself on the back. Uh, uh, ten individual and and what did my tweet say that it was it's our least number? Yeah, so we've in past seasons uh, least number of goals goal scorers we've had since the nineteen twenty season. So in past more mm. recent seasons we've had eleven or twelve. Amazing. So girls, pull your fingers out. Come on, mate. <laughs> put in some effort. So who's a realistic? Who's a realistic chance in a semi final? Who's a realistic chance? Kirsty Fenton or um. Deb, Deb Brand. Yeah, who's doing the nudie run? I don't know. Do they do well, that? Shay Holman, Shay Holman hasn't scored. No, no, Shay, yeah, she hasn't got anything. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, there you go. So um You and your wife. It just goes oh, it just goes to show how good the girls are in that they don't rely on one particular outlet, you know, to, to bag their goals. So they've got threats everywhere. It's insane. Um, Jonathan, talk to us about the Sydney Sea Foundation and, and as you do, uh, maybe you'd like to share with us, share with the listeners and Kev about your experience on Saturday oh, night. 
Oh, even on Friday yeah, as well as a kickoff. Those, those twenty-four hours. I saw Kev on Saturday. Um, oh, good. And and we're with Paul Jono, and Paul's like, I haven't heard many Kev re- references in recent episodes. <laughs> I'm like, actually, couldn't think about it. Nothing personal, Kev. Yeah, we've kind of you dropped off our our pod pod potting radar, but um, okay. pleasure seeing you. He said hello to us. We had a really nice chat in halftime. That's good. That's yeah. nice. Anyway, That's Sydney FC Foundation, Jonathan, jerseys are for auction. Oh, yes. So just to round out around the grounds, um, just wanted to make sure that everyone was aware that as well as the um, Stadium for Ants uh, fundraiser that's going on with the foundation, uh, that every women's and men's, uh, apart from the goalkeepers, a bit controversial, um, their jerseys, match-worn jerseys from Saturday's games are up for auction. So check out the socials uh, and there will be a few links posted on that throughout the this week and next, I think it uh, the auctions close Friday the fourteenth of April. Um, damn you to whoever outbid me on Nat Tobin's jersey, and whoever outbid me on Jaden's. I am now in charge again. So, just putting it out there. All right. Stay away from Kachowski. Yeah. Uh, but you can bid on those. Um, I think opening bids are two hundred bucks, and there's already. Quite a few fetching a lot. I think actually Rachel Lowe might be the clubhouse leader with six hundred bucks. Yeah. So Callum Newenhoff obviously um, jumping on to, to bid for that. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, but I guess yeah, just uh, in in terms of uh, my experience, wow. Um, I'm still recovering a little. It was it was a very very full on couple of days, uh, Sean, and um, obviously a huge thank. Thanks, a huge thanks. Forgotten how to speak. Huge thanks to uh, the Sydney FC Foundation and the club and the star for um, well and truly, um, you know, spoiling me and putting on a, a fantastic, one of a kind experience. There should be some. Um, there should be some. Uh, I guess content put out by the club. I believe over the next couple of weeks. Um, on Saturday, from the minute I stepped out of the um, Uber at the ground, there was a cameraman and uh, the wonderful Rose from the Ladies League <laughs> escorting uh, escorting me around for the next eight and a half hours. Did, which uh, was... did you get any strange looks? Like, who's this prick getting out of uh, I think, yeah, I think so. I think so. But it was all part of the fun, um, all part of the fun. But, yeah, so we, Sean, you and I had a lovely uh, succulent steak meal. Yeah. At uh, Black by Izzard at the Star on Friday night, which was fantastic. Oh, it, was, it was so good to be wined and dine. Best, right. <laughs> best date I've ever had. I was about uh, to say, we don't uh, often do that, do we? Food was great. Company was greater. Um, service, service was service was excellent. Perfect. Um, location was, was lovely. Um, it was a great view. Uh, what do we kick off with? Uh, some appetizers, bit of olives, bit of a wagyu beef mm. jerky. Um, mm. I had a, a fried chicken entree, and you had the beef tartare. I did. Good memory. Good memory. Uh, beef tartare was delicious. And then um, we splashed out on some very, very expensive, expensive steaks. Steaks, not ones that you get at Woolies. No, I, I don't know if I want to mention how much mine was, but it was. Um, Oh, Sydney. Uh, Alex Riley said he'd give you a call and just, just you, he's got yeah. to claim some money back off you for that one. <laughs> but um, but um, no, thank you to to the star and and to to Black in particular, the the staff there. Um, uh, we had a really really nice uh, nice meal together, 
Um, although we are best mates and have been for a very long time, we don't often get to wine uh, and dine each other, mate. So that was no. that was something different. No, something yeah. different. James and Julian, the the sommelier, Yes. Um, yeah, it was a lovely evening and, and uh, couldn't be more grateful. Thank you very much to the Sydney FC Foundation and the Star, not sponsored. The Star, um, not sponsored, no. And what about, your, what about your time, though, on Saturday night, Jonathan? Oh, uh, look, match day was um, – match day, I certainly got the steps up, getting pulled from pillar to post. Uh, but it was just – that was, uh, like I said, a bit surreal, really. Um, you know, a lot of behind-the-scenes uh, touring around – uh, as I mentioned before, got to got to sit in um, the the girls pre warm up uh, in the locker room into the inner sanctum there. So very blessed to, to to have that experience. And you know, you hear about you might hear us describe an Ante Urich pre match chat, or or you might get told third hand. But to actually be in there and oh. take it in is is something else. Um, so that was incredible. Um, had a really uh, great chat to, to chat to Charlotte uh, Charlotte McLean, um, who was on the sideline when the when the girls were warming up. Um, How's there well, any bruising? No, I said to her, I couldn't even tell that she'd um, that she'd had you know facial surgery. Basically, um, couldn't even tell what side of the face it was on. So no, she's looking good. Um, still a still a it's not healed as you know as strong as obviously they'd like. So it'd be unlikely to see her in the semi-final, but then obviously we've got some time between the semi and the, and the grand final. So she could make a bench performance there. Um, but as she said to me, um, you know, Deb, Deborah and Delaharp's done a fantastic job um, filling in there. And, and obviously with Nat as well. So she's quite confident that, you know, the girls can continue their good form. Um, but that was, that was fantastic, uh, fantastic experience. Um, you know, I was chatting to our old mate, uh, Adam Santo a bit, uh, um, got to meet Maxie Burgess, uh, yeah. again before, uh, before the boys ran onto the pitch and told her about how much you love him. I love um, so <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, it just, like I said, uh, deli- ran past you cause I think we were running late to deliver the, the match ball and, and do the toss. Um, Chris Beath was exceptionally nice to me, so I have to stop being mean to him on the podcast for for a while for a while anyway uh so yeah but it was it was great it was it was a fantastic experience um again spending some time up in the sky blue lounge with the sydney fc foundation um function that was going on up there listening to jenny abood speak um steph brant's hosting and then whisking away uh, to the other side of the stadium to sit in the media box for most of the second half, um, where we where our comeback came from, and had a pretty good view of uh, of both goals. So, I think the press box um, weren't expecting you know a couple of punters to cheer quite so loudly when we scored the second goal. But um, but uh, overall, uh, like I said, uh, unreal experience, and uh, thank you to to those who uh, I guess put my name forward for that. And uh, I'll definitely be looking to um, to nominate some people for a memorable experience through the Sydney FC Foundation uh, and the star in the uh, weeks to come. Fantastic. Glad you had a great time, mate. Thank you. It was exceptional. Mm. I slept most of Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> So an old man. Four hours, yeah. <laughs> uh, shall we get into some football now that we're done with we the We should. Rounds, let's, um, look, we, we've purposely, um, we're going to skip over the Perth Glory game from midweek. Um, they won 4-2, by the way, if you didn't know. 
Um, but let's focus on what was Saturday's game. Um, the, the women's the women's game up against Newcastle Jets, a massive, massive four 0 win, uh, absolute drubbing. Maka getting two, and Courtney said, "I want to get in on the act," and she finished up with two of her own. Um, look, it was look. Admittedly, they're up against Newcastle Jets, who've been very, very poor this year. Very poor. Mm. But look, at the end of the day, you can only play with what what's in front of you. Uh, they're a little bit kind of stubborn at first, the Jets, and trying to break them down and whatnot. But you know, the girls just grind it away and stick to their processes and whatnot. And uh, Mac's two goals and Courtney's was was quite fantastic. So, um, what are your initial impressions of the game, Jonathan? Yeah, so it was a bit varied. Obviously, I was again being moved around the ground a fair bit, but I, I'm pretty sure I saw all of the goals, um, which was which was good. Uh, when did you arrive, Shawnee? What, what was the score when you? Up there. Um, just after halftime, Andy and I. Nice. Arrived. Very nice. Well, it was. We didn't have it all our way uh, for a lot of it. I was um, watching the game mostly with Rose um, up on the up on the third tier there, and you know we certainly we certainly had the most of the possession. It was um, you know one of those games where we we were going to spend most of the time in in their half. And um, that that certainly eventuated. Um, thankfully, a, a lovely little chip from Mackenzie Hawksby put yeah. us into the lead, and you could see the relief, I think, on on the girls that after all of that dominance, they they finally turned it into a lead. Um, and it still took a while for that second goal uh, to come when uh, Maka unleashed a bit of a pile driver, uh, which was yeah. too hot. Too hot for Claire Coelho to handle, unfortunately, just as she'd been subbed on for her uh what what was essentially her last performance. So a, a horrible error for for her to go out on. Um but that made it 2-0. And then, you know, Courtney Vine was Vine time. Put the yeah. icing on the cake. Oh, look, it you know, took pushing almost 80 minutes to get that second goal, but uh just a relief probably at that point to go that. The game's done and dusted. You know, Jess mm. were never going to come back from a 2-0 um, with about 10-odd minutes to go. Um, and then Courtney's just a couple of – because that, that goal from Macca, the second one, she probably won't go down in history in her memory bank of, <laughs> of hot goals to look back on. But um, <laughs> Courtney had a couple of great goals, almost kind of mirror image of each other, you know, being put in behind the defence there and, and slotting it. The second goal was probably a little bit wider to the keeper's left. And then the first, but just nice little finishes from Courtney, take a touch and and playing it pass. Um, what was the keeper's name, Jonathan? Of Claire Coelho. Claire Coelho, that's the one. Mm. So look, five time premiers, this three in a row. Um good it was a great comprehensive win on the back of the of a solid four two win on the on the in the midweek. They probably game that midweek was mm. girls probably made it harder for themselves than what it needs to be. And I think Perth are just a bit of a plucky side, but um, look, I'm happy that probably there's no injuries. Not that we know no, of. No suspensions, you know, kind of thing coming out of that game. So the girls will have a full bill of health. They uh, will. So Fantastic like- celebrations. That was another um, that was something else that was part of my package, Sean. I was probably 10 metres from the trophy lift uh, on Allianz oh, yes. Stadium. Right those, in front. Those celebrations, yeah. <laughs> um, and then next to the cove for the uh, for the for the celebrations. So that was um, I felt a bit strange. Like I sort of felt like I'm like this is this is like their moment and 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 the cove's moment. I was sort of just hanging out on the side, trying not to get in the way. But um, 
Yeah, unreal, unreal, and and congratulations to all of the girls. Um, in particular, the eleven, Sean, which I'll get you to name, uh, that have been there for all three premierships. Eleven players, um, along with Ante, having been there for all three. So really wow. special for them, but also special for for you know the girls to getting their first as well. What, is this a? Are you testing me today? Trivia. Now? Trivia. All right. Well, there's there's eleven. There's two that are, are, are. I don't know if they count or not. They do count, but I say that that would have to be Taylor. Then is that Taylor? Is that, yeah. Is that an asterisk? Yeah. And Shade, maybe. Ah uh, no, Katie Offer. Oh, Offer. So, okay. There's the two. So I've got so nine Katie, more. Yeah. To, okay, nine more. Because Katie didn't make an appearance, I think, in one of the seasons. But she was certainly on the bench for for seven of them. So, nine, so there's nine name. there's nine nine girls that have been there for all three. Sean or Nat, obviously. Yes. Princess, Courtney, Maka, Sarah. No, not Sarah. No, Maka. I want to say Rachel. Yeah. Yep. Rachel. Correct. Charlotte. Charlotte's been yes. there for three, yeah. I want to say Charlie or she, I, I think she's only been there. For, yeah, Charlotte's been there three. Oh, I feel like it was only two. Yeah. Uh, how many is that? What's that? How many seven. Three? But two more. Plus the other two, you had nine. Yeah, yeah, okay, seven plus two. Mm -hmm. um, wingers. There's Wait. one that might be a bit tricky. One that might be a bit tricky. Mm. Well, actually, there's so there's only two left. I know which two you're missing. Two, I don't. I'm just making. Give me a clue. Give me something. There's a clue. Ten. She plays ten. Oh, goalkeeper. Oh, did I, I haven't said Charter, have I? No, you haven't. Oh, okay. Sorry, Charter Wyman. And there's one more, one more that has scored in every of the every one of the campaigns, Sean. Mm. And she was in the the team on Saturday. No. She wasn't in the team. Also. Give me a clue, mate. Okay, I gave you a clue. She scored in every campaign. Oh, Remy. Yes. There you go. There you go. Sorry, I was just admiring the um, on that little side note. I asked Chat GPT to um, write me a poem about Mackenzie. I don't know if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the back of the Ryan Grant uh, song or rap that I, I got ChatGPT to do for me. Oh, yes. Friday, but I love it. So what have you given ChatGPT? This is, um, this is, this I is. I just said write a poem about Sydney FC player Mackenzie B. Hawksby. Okay. Yeah. Go Give us a couple of lines and then a I'll, couple, I'll a couple decide. Yeah. Mackenzie Hawks, Hawksby, a name to know on the pitch she puts on a show, a footballer mm. with a talent and grace. She shines brightly in Sydney FC's place. Hmm. She's got skills and technique on the ball. She's a threat to opponents, one and all. Her touch is smooth. Her pass is true. She's got oh my vision. God. No one knows what to do. With her teammates, she's a perfect fit. She's a hard worker. She never quits. She's got heart. She's got determination. She's a player that inspires admiration. She's young, but she's already made her mark. She's got potential. Oh. She's got the spark to become a legend <laughs> in her own right, a player that Sydney FC will hold tight. Wow. She Hawks be a rising star. In the football world, she'll go far. Her journey's just beginning. Watch her grow as she leads Sydney FC to victory. Don't you know? Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Is that the... Now, that's amazing. That is amazing. Sydney, so, you, 
ChatGPT. <laughs> AI, very scary. Scribble Stories most recent. Maybe I'll post the, the the Ryan Grant one on Twitter oh. or the or even the, the Sydney FC in general one. A wrap about um, Ryan Grant. So crazy. look, if you if you want me to ask ChatGPT to do any more, let me know. Mm. I'll, I'll do another one for next week. Right. Um, any of the girls that listen, if you want me to put you through to Chat GPT and, and see what it comes I thoroughly up. Thoroughly enjoyed that. That was uh, that was in honor of the most recent uh, A League Women's player. Uh, on Sky Blue Stories, Mackenzie okay, Hawksby. Okay. And after you give her that treatment, Sean, probably the last A-League women's player that we'll have on Sky Blue Stories. Oh, I think the others will be jealous. I reckon Courtney will run. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, she'll so. send me a message, 100%. It's pretty great. The Hawk. Yeah. How good's the Hawk? Um, the Hawk. All right. There was a game afterwards. Um, yeah, apparently. Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, I hate – I feel bad. What was saying. the game? What was the game, um, Sean? Well, the, the, they, they played Western United. The A-League men's team the of Sydney League, FC played yeah. Western United? There was a three-all draw with, with Mac getting what is or was two great goals, particularly the mm. second. And Kabaya had a very good goal too. It's just a shame, Jonathan, that three really good goals that came about from good play mm. individually and team-wise are being overshadowed by shitty defending and just crappiness from the team in general. Like I, the defending I, wasn't great. No, I just wish we could just focus on three. I think I wish we could just say, hey, there's a 3-0 win, 2-0 win, or 3-1 by us and just focus on three really great goals um, from two very good goal scorers on the night. But I just feel it's... Um, defending wasn't great. Take us, take, let's, let's talk about the goals uh, as they happened, Sean. Well, you know, lucky Wales. Hmm. Starts it off, and uh, a, lot of, a few people on Twitter were calling out saying, you know, this, this game really showed an aging Wilco. He did get kind of caught. He just um, stumbled in his foot and kind of his feet kind of got caught in behind, un, underneath him a bit. Uh, nice little pass from Connor Payne picking out Lockie Wales in behind, and this like, kind of dinking, chipping of a shot. I've read it. He was not fucking happy at all. No, I met on a on a positive note. I met Wilco's mum and dad on the weekend, oh, and they're they lovely. Are they, lovely are they people, tall? Just, just like Wilco. Uh yeah, fairly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Mister and Missus Wilkinson. Yeah. yeah. Do they have skivvies on? No. No, not quite. But they they seemed quite regal. Yeah. Um, we try to get back. Max Mac had a. Oh, goal denied on the line. You know, that was the last little ditch yep. kind of tackle there. But then there was a nice, really bit of interplay between, well, eventually Mac, of course, but by Diego and and, and Max. That nice kind of, a, what do you call it? A bit like a reverse pass. It was a beautiful pass. Nice little pass. You know, we just saw that when Max is in our team, um, we do play better football. Unfortunately, it didn't translate into a win, but Max is very vital to our side in terms of playing forward and creativity. We seemed to be uh, actually uh, we did line up with um, two sixes and a ten. Sean, um, mm. Jake Girdwood Reich getting a um, start alongside Bratz, um, and having uh, obviously having AC in front in front of him. Is that right? Yeah, it was great to see Jake in the side. I was really happy for him. Uh, finally, a bit of youth and whatnot. Personally, I would have played. Sega on the field, whether he'd been playing left wing and then Max plays in the midfield, 
or Segacic. I think he is probably a bit more of a natural 10 than, than okay. playing as a winger and maybe playing Sega as the 10 or in the midfield and then leaving Max out wide. But, I, yeah, I thought I might have seen Sega on the field. I just think his form, particularly, like, say, for the, mm. the young Oliroos and all that might have warranted him being yeah. on the field. But anyway... Anyway, it's but Maxi's uh, Maxi's pass for that for that goal was was sumptuous, sumptuous. Mm. And a nice finish from Mac too. I don't think that kind of gets it was a nice. Wasn't easy, as easy as it looked. Outside of the foot, keeper coming in at him. Uh, it's a very good goal from Mac. So that made it that made it one one on twenty two. But um, the lead didn't last for the the no. the score didn't stay that way for long, Sean. No, it was a thunderous bit of a. Thunder shot from a uh, don't tell me, don't tell me, um, Pieris? No, Pierius, yeah, Pierius. That's how you pronounce it. Yep. Kind of, you know, stunned the the palms of of Redders, and it went back into whose path was it? Kind of pain, mm. and nice little kind of takes one touch and then slots it into the bottom corner to Redders' left. And just when you thought, oh, we're we're getting back here and trying to assert mm. some have that ascendancy and. Yeah, it was kind of one step forward, two steps back. That was um, Diego getting caught too high from memory. Yes. Um, too high and too too far inside. And Perea's just he's too too big, too strong, too fast. Um, happened a couple of times on the night, though. Yeah, it did. And, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the first time uh, this season that our fullbacks have been too high, um, which was very obviously on purpose. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know how you, how you address that. Maybe tell them not to go that far up. I, I don't know. Then there, they there was uh, fast forwarded to the second half, um, an own goal by us, but it was in the midst of trying to stop it from going over the line. So it wasn't a, a typical silly own goal. Uh, Lucky mm. Wales going to win in that free kick, heading it back over, but it can address towards the line. And Bratz, despite his best efforts. And bungles it into the goal. So there you go. 2 1. And then. Um, 3 1, that was. Oh, sorry, 3 1. Sorry about that point. Sorry, yeah, you're right. So 3 1 at that point, I had well and truly checked out. Yeah. To say it, it, but I, I did. Before we talk about the, the comeback, which was almost immediate, um, Sean, I think uh, it's been said uh, in, in a few circles, and I think we. I think we as a podcast sort of tend to get this way a bit as well in the last probably four or five weeks. But the word apathy <laughs> um, is just floating around Sydney FC fandom at the moment with with our performances and even with the 10,000-odd that were at the game. Um, it feel like 10,000. Yeah. Just the, the, the feeling in the stands of just, oh, yeah, you know, this is us now, you know. Yeah. Um, and and you know we we we've certainly had our stronger conversations on the pod about it, and you know we've tried to do the positive ones as well. But it really is a, a an apathetic feeling um, at the moment around the, the the performances from the from the men's team. And like you said uh, on the last couple of pods, Sean, the only reason we're in the six is because everyone else below us keeps stumbling in the last minute or keep taking points off each other, and. Um, it's a huge round of fi- fixtures coming up, which we'll talk about. But uh, yeah. I'd, if you wanted, if you didn't want to be playing any league, any team in the league at the moment, it's probably Adelaide United, and they're red hot, and that's who we're playing. So anyway, it's three, it's three one, it's three one, and um, we very very quickly 
got it back to 3-2. Yes. So after feeling very dejected and just like, here we go again. Um, Caballo, great, great shot. Who, who crossed you? It was Grant. Uh, no. Uh, Why do I feel like it was... Yeah, I think you might be right. I think it might have been Brad. Yeah, to the far post, to the far left post. And a nice header from Caballo. It really was just smart and directed it back to where it came from, across the keeper. So very happy for Diego. Really nice guy. Just um, yeah, hasn't had the season we would have hoped, but a very good goal nonetheless. And then, you know, the last 10 or so minutes was very exciting. 3-2, uh, pushing for a goal. And then Mac doing a little bit of Robbie Mac's Slovakian magic. Yeah. <laughs> Gets released on the left, then, you know, drives the ball forward, taking those little touches of the outside of his foot, cuts inside, nutmegs the bloke. Did it all himself. And then, you know, nice curling low shot towards the keeper's left and, and slots it nicely on the inside of the left, well, the right-hand side post. And um, it was a great goal. And three really good goals for the whole night. Uh, it's just a shame that it didn't translate into three points rather than, look, it was really great to fight back from, 3-1. Mm. I thought at that stage, yeah, the, the night's done. Mm. I will give them that, but... Goal of the season? Uh, I can't think of any others. Maybe, probably. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> oh, no, Max. Max Maybe Max is against uh, It's a very true. good goal in the context of the goal. True, as well. true. So that's up there. That's up yeah, there. so... You know, or maybe a lolly goal. He had a very quiet night. I didn't even notice. Lolly's been pretty quiet for a while now, hasn't he? Um, we're not. I don't know if it's because, again, I guess we spoke earlier in the season about the predictability in the in the setup and the the way that we're attacking. But um, yeah, he seems to not be having as big of effect on games as he was um, earlier in the year. So that that certainly hasn't helped our form lines, but. Uh, Robbie Mack, back from international duty with Slovakia, um, obviously uh, that's boosted him massively because um, th- that class has always been there. We've said that the class has always been there, but maybe the positioning or the work rate or whatever it might have been um, wasn't quite showing on the pitch. But, yeah, uh, a great performance by um, by him on the weekend for sure. Shall we jump to the votes? Yeah, let's do it. Um, speaking of Mac, I'll stick to giving him two. Um, I know we conceded three goals, but I'm going to give Redmayne two points as well. Um, yeah. He made some absolutely Big brilliant fun. saves, um, which probably got us, you know, helped earn us that point in the end. So, um, and I don't think thinking about the goals, uh, one of them was where he parried it back straight to Connor Payne was was not great. Um, but uh, the first goal it couldn't do much about. So yeah, Mac two, uh, Redders two, and I'll give Maxi Boy two as well. Um, mainly for that assist because it was sexy. Actually, they were exactly what I was going to do. Two each, Whee. Max Mac and and Redders. Nice, very and good. People always play. laugh at us. People always laugh at us when we give goalkeepers points when they concede three. But he um. He kept us in the game. He kept it at a margin where we could have and we did claw it back. And Jamie Young, once again, peak peak Oliver Kahn against um, Sydney FC, as usual. But they weren't the only team, Jonathan. Mm -hmm. 
claw back from a deficit. Oh, yes, that was the night. Mm. That was the night. Let's move yeah. on. So, so where where are we on the before we move on, Sean? Where are we on the table? We're two points clear of seventh. Is that right? On the A League men's table, uh, yeah. yes, because we've got Perth. Perth had a win on the weekend, um, and yeah, so a oh, one point. My apologies, we we're one oh, point clear of Perth Glory, two points clear of Newcastle and Western United, and three points clear of Macarthur. Mm. With four games, with four games to go, yeah, and one of those against Adelaide. Hmm. Yeah, so I'll just call it with three games to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, positive, Sean. Be positive. All right, so the MPL boys, Jonathan. Though, uh, thanks. To yes, the wonders of MPL TV. Um, up against St George, who have been a very good side this year, coming up from what was MPL two, you know, last season and. Really, uh, were, were you happy with it? Two, two all draw. Do you think that I, I we what I saw was pretty yeah. representative of the game? I think it was a good hard arm wrestle. I said on 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 Sunday, I was just dog tired because I'm an old man uh, from all of the festivities over the Friday and Saturday. Um, so it was perfect to have um, the MPL game on in the afternoon. I I stuffed myself up though um, because I think I I put it on at ten past three, thinking that. Um, you know, it, it would just start playing live, but it didn't. And then it said, oh, the game will kick off in 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, must have been delayed. But then I realized later that because you can rewind and pause and everything else on MPL.tv, I should have just fast forward. <laughs> but I didn't. Anyway, that's just... You watched the game. That's the I watched the whole game. I watched the whole game. Um, I was just a little bit delayed. Um, I thought we... Played just fine. Um, St George had had their moments, but we certainly um, we certainly weren't overplayed, even with those goals. Um, Sejic won a penalty early on um, that Pretty unfortunately it was away. yeah it was, but it didn't put away, and he didn't look. I was watching him line up for it. He didn't look overly confident um, on on the back of missing his pen for the under twenties as well um, overseas. So he's. He's not going to be too confident stepping up to the penalty spot the next time that happens. But that would have put us um, one nil, I think, Sean, and yeah, it was yeah. all at that stage. And we we probably should have had a goal by then. Um, but it was St George that scored first and, and second, and they went up two nil. And uh, it was looking like one of those games that you know St George were just going to get away with playing a little bit on the counter um as we said we had they had two of the Petratos brothers in there as well as um as well as some other pretty experienced MPL players and uh they were just cruising and looking like they were going to take the win out but um Jimmy Van Weeren made a, a few subs uh, along the way bringing Bailey Callahan on That's uh Matt Scarachella uh Alex Parsons Trenkowski and young Mitch Glasson, uh, who actually came on at half time for Jaden Kachowski. So um, he and uh, Glasson and and uh, Bailey Callahan, in particular, played played exceptionally well in the back half of this game. And um, it was a corner, I believe. I think Segicic delivered the corner, and Nathan Paul, our ginormous centre half. Big lad. Um, massive lad, but can move. He's got great feet for a big man. Well, um, yeah, great feet with uh, it, 
side side leg foot mm. half volley. Yeah. Yeah, from top of the box and um, n- nothing less than we deserved on the 85th minute to make it 2-1. It's not his first goal of the season either. Um, he's he's someone to keep an eye on and and someone that the Sydney FC senior team should be, uh, I think, keeping a very close eye on because, um, as I said to you and Jules during the week, he, he's going to get opportunities purely based on his size and athleticism. Um, he's he's a he's a commandeering centre-half and, and the fact that he's putting goals in the net as well is um you know it's pretty impressive. He sort of reminds me a bit of um a bit of Harrison Delbridge in him. Um so we'll see where where Nathan Paul team of the week again. That's right. So we'll see where that goes. Uh none of our goalkeepers made team of the week. So they didn't. They didn't. I got a little bit too accustomed to it for the last three they weeks. They didn't and Pava Pava played pretty well. Um and then it was an injury time equalizer, Shawnee, um for Bailey Callahan. Who had the simplest, simplest of finishes, thanks to um, our right back, who I actually thought was was man of the match, um, Keely Adamson. Very um, terrible defending from St. They clocked off. I don't know. They must have thought we've got the game. There was there was a battle. Keely Adamson was having a battle down that right hand side most of the game. Um, our right hand side, and he just had the last laugh here because he. He, he his energy levels were, were still there, and he pushed past um, the left back and the simplest of of you know square balls to Bailey Callahan, who finished well. So um, with almost the last kick of the game to make it two two, really entertaining stuff. Uh, a fantastic match um, could have been match of the round if it hadn't been for uh, I think it was City United and Rockdale. Did they play each other? Getting over at um. Over at a Linden, yep. Yeah, but the boys, uh, again, they continue to impress. That's five undefeated, uh, four wins and a draw, fifth on the ladder, and um, right up there in the mix. So, again, I, I, I tip my hat, tip my hat to the boys. They're, they're, they're doing exceptionally well and just brilliant entertainment. Well, let's see. What, yeah, let's see what the – I'm just going to click on just to remind myself. Competitions. NPL first grade. We are, yeah, so we're sitting fifth. Five wins, a draw, and a few losses. Goals four, 18, 16 conceded. Uh, in, shall we preview next week? Yeah, so they take on uh, David Carney's Wollongong Wolves mm, this week. You see. They've had a bit of a rough start to the season, um, the Wolves. Had a couple yeah, of yeah. wins. But yeah. um, they sitting, have. Uh, <laughs> Tenth, um, they've absolutely made the headlines this week for all the wrong reasons. Sean, did you see what happened to Wollongong no. this week? <laughs> what did they do? They were four-two up in the eighty-fifth minute and lost five-four. Oh, against Spirit. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That last um, minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So I saw, that, uh, I saw that winning goal. Absolute screamer to make it five-four, but it, it, even to draw from that position. Um, yeah. Was not good. I um I wonder if Carnes gave him a bit of bit of the hairdryer treatment afterwards. Um so, but hey, they they still scored four goals. And um the last couple of years, those bigger bodies um against our NPL side have have dominated us. 
a fair bit. So this will, this won't be an easy uh, won't be an easy game for the boys. We we say that every week. It's never an easy game for the NPL lads. Uh, but it'll be a good test. It'll be a good test. It'll be nice for um Carnes to to you know coach against the Sydney FC side, albeit in the NPL. Um, so I think there'll be some 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 barbs going back and forth to the the coaches' benches. I reckon. Absolutely. What do you, how do you reckon? Now the boys should be pretty much have their full contingent of A League fellas. Is Segicic, Gerd, I think so. Um, who am I missing? JK, etc. You think so? So there shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, is that at Valentine again? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should we mention it's Friday night? Uh, Friday, seventh of April, up at Valentine, the home. Good of Friday. JK. Yeah, Good Friday game. Uh, seven thirty p.m. kick off. So, you know, you've got the day off work, everyone, and um, you all sleep in and then wander up to Glenwood, up to Valentine Park, and uh, watch Absolutely. the boys play well. Vista Hotel, actually, the pub won't be open on Good Friday, will it? Oh, you never know. Does El Jana do fish? Sure. Okay. I, I don't know. I've got no idea. What do you, what do you reckon? That, what, what's the result you reckon we'll get here? Um, oh, it's a good question. I think there's going to be goals. I'm going to say... I'm going to say 3-3. Three, three. I think we'll score lots, but I feel like Wollongong on the back of scoring that many goals, I reckon they'll they'll be primed and and, and ready for some uh for a repeat. So yeah, 3-3. Three, three. Massive. I'm, I'm saying a 2-1 win to the boys. Ooh, the boys. All right. Very very good. Um the A-League men we already mentioned take on Adelaide United at Cooper Stadium. Uh, five o'clock on the same day. Good you Friday. Sit, or if you don't go to the the Valentine, the, the NPL boys, Jono, sit back mm-hmm. and watch the men play Adelaide. Game will finish uh, about yeah. seven. Time to good, um... go, freshen up, crack another beer open, <laughs> have a bite to eat, good kick off time, and then lie back and then watch the boys play at seven thirty. So there's you know there's a couple of hours of football sorted. How good? There's, there's your afternoon. There's your, I've sorted Sans, out Sans Friday night. San Susi, five o'clock. Yeah, you can come down here if you want. Hooray. So, okay, Adelaide. They seem, they just can't do much wrong at the moment, aren't they? Are they? They're, they're just, they're, they're my pick no. to take out the premiership, to mm. take out the trophy. Of course, you've got City, but they, they seem sometimes a little bit shaky. City. Mm. Um, yeah, Adelaide just seem to be kind of, Building that wonderful. They've moment. got all the. They've got all the tricks. Yeah, they've got youth. They've got youth. Uh, they've got Craig Goodwin. They do. They do. Craig Goodwin. They've got Nestori. Um, they've got. They've got all the weapons. They've. They've got everything humming along really nicely. Carl Viet's done a. Done a fantastic job. Um, I think I heard the. I think I heard Garby uh, on his on his A Leagues pod this week say that you know he, he probably should be, uh, manager of the year. I. I I think that's absolutely right. I don't think anyone again expected Adelaide to be performing as well as they are with the squad that they've got, but um they've got a fantastic mix. It was can I just say it was um was really, really nice to see Benny Warland get a couple of goals uh, yeah. last week, especially against the scum of Western Sydney. Um uh, as as a few people said, it might have been slow actually. You know, he, he never quite got into a rhythm at um, at Sydney FC, but just brilliant to see him popping up with a couple of goals and you know doing really really well for himself in Adelaide. Uh, always always very much admired um, Ben Walland as as a person and as a footballer. So 
you know, the, they have had a lot of defensive uh, frailties themselves over the over the season, Sean. They've had a lot of partnerships changing in the in the centre, not not unlike ourselves. Um, but they've been managed to get these results and get them pretty convincingly. Uh, you know, the Wanderers we know aren't a great football side, uh, despite what the certain people in the media say. Um, but they're not a terrible football side, and they've been going pretty well. So. Um, for Adelaide to come away from uh, Combank Stadium with, with three points is is no easy feat, and I think uh, Fridays at Coopers are very quickly becoming um, the last place an opposition team wants to be. And unfortunately, when when you're down on luck, um, that's what happens. You you roll around to you know arguably the best team in the league at the moment, most informed team, absolutely. Uh, in terms of a starting eleven, Jonathan. So we should we should have Paolo Retro back, and this is this is um, something we haven't talked about yet. So Paolo Retro oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Paolo Retro was left out of the Sydney FC squad uh, against West United due to what we thought was accumulation um, of a fifth yellow card in the derby. If you remember, I think he ran into Seps, uh, split up a fight in the derby, and he and. You know, he got given a card. Um, uh, Simon Hill brought it up. Uh, the, the confusion for me was that Diamante also got a yellow card in their last game, but he was named in the in the fixture. And so I sort of went, well, if Retro's not playing, Dia's not playing. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't the case. So uh, apparently uh, the rule has changed from round 20 to round 21 in terms of leniency. So it, it's possible that we had no Paolo for no reason. Um, so, yeah, just a really uh, yet another um, confusing bit of information from the league in terms of what's going on. You know, we've seen the, the this in the women's game and now it's, it's rearing its ugly head here. So... Very strange circumstances um, from from the league and and potentially from ourselves if we've if we've sat someone out that we didn't have to. Uh, so Paolo will be back. People, a lot of people were happy that he did sit out, Jonathan. Well, yeah. Look, I mean, yeah, Paolo plays a lot of football as well, so um, it probably wouldn't be the worst thing to to have him off. Um, and Jake Goodwood Reich, I look, I didn't watch. As, as I said, solid. I, I Jake, was, did, did all right. I yeah. was moving around, but Corica was very happy with his performance. Um, and uh, yes, it'd be interesting to see what happens with him in, in this well, in this game. Should I tell you my starting eleven based on what I would do or what I think Steve? I would think do? tell us tell us what you think we should do. We don't have Jules, the master coach, um, to talk us through, but tell us what you think the lineup should be against a red hot and firing Adelaide United that score goals from wide and centrally? Well, the, the back four will be as is, uh, especially now with, with Jack back. How did you think Jack Rodwell performed on the weekend? Yeah, 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 you know, it's like, to be honest, John, I got to about two-thirds through the game and I clocked off. <laughs> and I was enjoying just drinking with, with Paul and Andy. You were just happy to be there. Left and right and just having a laugh and hanging out with Paul's kids, you know, um, you know. I think they're the next ultras, personally, especially his eldest uh, American. But um, yeah, and that was the best night thing of that night for me. But look, it'll be Caballo, uh, Rodwell, and Wilco and Grant across the back with 
he'll play retro. You know he will. So you'll have retro AC. Drekken? And yeah, you'll have retro AC and Bratz in the middle. He'll play Max. Do you think we stick with the two sixes or? No, look, I, I think the you know retro play like an eight. He'll push forward. He'll drop. He'll drop back if it would need be. But then he'll have Max up left, Mac in the middle, and then Lolly out wide as well. And I think Alfie will still spend another week on the bench and then coming okay. back. I think the only change we'll make on the weekend for this weekend is Retro coming back into the side. And then okay. Gerdwood White goes to the bench. On the bench. Okay. Interesting. Or Interesting. gets left out. see of, what the lineup is. Yeah. Yeah. Or gets left out of the side entirely and plays with the NPL boys on Friday night. Um, oh, no, nah, I don't think so. I think he'll, he'll, definitely, he'll but, definitely make the squad after yeah. that. But what I would do is I would put Max Burgess in the midfield with Bratton and Anthony, and then I'd start Alfie, and then I'd start Mac out wide and Lolly out wide. Back to that old chestnut, hey? Yeah. But I, I think Max. What I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to trying to get Max back into the middle where he can get his feet on the ball as much as possible and have had more impact. And and when he plays in the middle, Max, I find that we play forward more and we look to play forward more and more direct rather than the fucking old horseshoe and pass back and forth. And um, and then Max has got you know a bit of creativity about him as well. So a fair amount. So and he can bang in a goal. So I just find like he's good on the left. And does a very admirable job, but his services are best utilised in the middle of the field. Mm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I am not confident at all. Um, obviously, sometimes we, we, we've we got one of these in us where we, we pull one out of the fire. Um I don't think a record in Adelaide is fantastic or, or against Adelaide in general. Um, but I I think they're they're running hot. The the only thing that I think would go against them and in our benefit is complacency on their part. Um, if they think they're going to have an easy game. Um, you know, the, keep in mind, we, they're, they're fighting for a minor premiership. You know, they're, they're fighting for the Premier's plate. We're fighting to stay in the six. So it could be, could be quite a good game. Yeah. Um, I I hate predicting losses, but I just can't see how we I can't see how we score enough or, or keep enough out to to get anything from this game. Um, with with the form lines the way they are, and and with the, the way that we're playing and the the constant lapses of concentration, um, it's it's you know I just, I just sort of want this season to be over and and let's look forward to a productive off season, but. Um, I'll be kind and say uh, it'll be two one to Adelaide. Yeah, I'm thinking two nil loss, two uh, nil win to Adelaide. That is, yeah. But um, hey, prove me wrong. Yeah, prove, prove us wrong. wrong. Yeah, let us eat our words. Absolutely. Prove me wrong. Happily. Um, bit of hero. I hope so. Let's. Uh, that's all that. Yeah, we left this out last week uh, because there wasn't as much doing last week as is this week. But, Jonathan, uh, let's do our hero and villain of the week. Um, you often choose where to go first. So let's uh, let's go with your hero, Jonathan. Let's kick it off with a little bit of Enrique for yourself. Okay. 
Uh, Hero of the Week, an easy one. Actually, not a really an easy one. There, there were many heroes for me on uh, Saturday uh, and Friday, Sean, with your company, of course. Um, but uh, just anyone anyone that I uh, came across on Saturday, uh, like I said, with this memorable experience um, through the Sydney FC Foundation, I'll, I'll name the Sydney FC Foundation as, as my Hero of the Week. But um, from, you know, all, all you lovely listeners, some randoms that I sort of saw throughout my travels um on the night um to rose who kept me company throughout a lot of it even though she was working um it was great to have a familiar face and someone to talk to there um to alex riley himself the foundation manager jenny abood the chairman um doing fantastic uh fantastic stuff for the club and our sydney fc community um i do encourage everyone to have a quick look at the impact report that was released last week by the foundation that Alex mentioned on our pod. And um, yeah, just a, and to, I should say, I should say someone I haven't mentioned is uh, my good friend, Des uh, Sean, who uh, was my plus one for the evening on Saturday. And um, thanks to, to Desi boy for keeping me company and enjoying the fruits of uh, the fruits of the labor um it was great to have him have him there and and um living the high life so sydney fc foundation we love yous and uh we can't wait to continue uh spreading the good word and, and working with you in the future and um a little bit of bonnie now for me my hero I'm going to actually say, well, I was going to be the strip line, Jonathan. Ooh. And then I thought, I no. It was. Didn't, yeah, I had the strip line, um, the Wagyu strip line. <laughs> and, but actually, the, the what, remember what was my favourite bit of the night in terms of food and things that we put in our <laughs> mouths, which was very random, but I loved it. I do. I, I, don't, I don't think we've ever named um, an inanimate object uh, as oh, no, hero but, of the week. Yeah. No, this gets this gets an honourable mention, but it's the oh, corn, okay. it's the cornbread. The cornbread that at was amazing. Black. Inside, at black. But look, <laughs> I'm going to be very generic and to say the, the, my my heroines. Oh, heroines of the week are just the, the Sydney FC women's team from Ante, Tom Whiteside, the the staff. I know one of the the um, co coaches or when you call them the staff there is Alice Creaser. He was uh, I got to know a little bit from when I was coaching at Sydney Uni. She's looking at I think she had the 14s or 15s youth girls over there. Um and then of course the the cavalcade of of amazing players who I will probably do a poem rap maybe even a haiku about courtesy Ooh. of chat chat GPT in the coming days and weeks. <laughs> but you know from Jada to Nat from Charlotte to Courtney from, you know from Rachel to Princess to Maddie, you know, from Kirsty, et cetera, et cetera. You better mention everyone now. Um, okay. Anna, Jadine, uh, <laughs> um, Rola, uh, Tegan Collis, et cetera. Indy. Make sure you mentioned Charlotte. Dos Santos 1 and 2. Who? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll have, yeah. I won't leave you out this time. No, Charlotte, McLean. Um, yeah, they're just amazing. <laughs> they are. All of them are amazing. All of them are amazing. And um, can't wait to see what they do in the semi-final in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, and kick us off, Jonathan, uh, with your villain. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! 
about to open some fucking windows. Villain, villain, villain. Um, it was tough because I had a very positive time on the weekend, but my my villain was uh, um, Canberra United for not knocking Melbourne victory out of the A-League women's finals. What are you fucking doing? Um, we had we set it all up. We set it all up. We even gave them back their points when they cheated. And all they had to do, all they had to do was beat City and victory wouldn't be in the finals. And now we have to beat them. They went in a went as close as a bee's dick to it. They almost with a three all. It was literally, literally. Yeah. Um, the difference that separates it, yeah. So Michelle Heyman, Ellie Brush, go and get stuffed. Mm. Not really, no. I'm, I'm just joking. Seriously. They could have won. And my... Reptile wins. Of the week, my reptile of the week. Oh, look, it was hard to pick. Like, I could just say the, the men's team on the weekend. <laughs> lack <laughs> of do that. Lack I'd of defence. But, look, I'm going to go to a little bit random one. And I, I try not to read into, you know, with so-and-so does the team of the season and whatnot. But, oh yeah, um, you know, Tia Pelazaritzi, whatever his name is, and Riley Dobson, like, and, and, you know, T and, and your favourite, Grace Gill. I met uh, Grace on the weekend. Did you? Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Did you all just really drop cool. and like the tongue roll out? And no. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. But no, it, like they all had quite well-balanced teams of the season. However, uh, Kath Canali, Canuli, there no is No Sydney players. There, well, there's one. Sarah, mm. rightfully so. She's been mm. very, very, very good this season. But it's a lack of sky blue. In terms mm, I noticed of that in her team, um, and how we had the the best defense of the season, right? Least amount of goals conceded, and not one nor Jada makes anywhere in that back line. Like that's just criminal. Look, there could be a reason that Kath Canoli's coaching career at the Wanderers wasn't too long. Well, she's picking, she, she's picking right. teams like that. Um, yeah. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. But no, I did notice that. I did notice that. Um, I thought uh, the only ones I disagreed with Grace and and I think a couple of the other ones is anyone that put Chidiak in this side because she didn't see the season out. I just don't think. I don't think that she um, should be in the season. She's chids, you know. She and she was very good, but she left three weeks ago or something. So, you know, I think they should be ineligible. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, oh, yeah, 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 good villain, good villain. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We got it. That's our podcast, I think. Um, that's our podcast. Just for those Quakers Hill Junior Soccer Football Association Club fans um, that yeah. that are waiting for the for the uh, shout out this week, uh, they will be playing Marconi Stallion. Oh. The NPL side, Marconi Stallions. Uh, this time next week, Tuesday night, I believe, Sean, um, at Fairfield Showground. So a huge game for for Coach Julian Baumbach and uh, and his charges. And if we don't record before then, which I don't think we will, um, wishing them all the best in a, a very difficult tie in the Australia Cup. But um, next week, Sean, we uh, we will be back next week. Skyward Stories will be back. Uh, Jonathan may not be, Jules may not be, but we'll we'll, we'll get one out. Thanks to you. Yeah, we'll squeeze one out. I'll, I'll squeeze one out and do a podcast next week. Yep. 
no problem. If you could also do a podcast, that'd be great. Um, thank you for listening to our dribble uh, once again. Um, have a wonderful Easter. Um, all the best to all of those uh, currently doing Ramadan. And also, I believe Passover is now, Sean? Shalom. That's it. I think. Uh, so so uh, it's a very religious uh, week at the very moment. Very inclusive. We are. It is. It is. And we are. So it's a very religious time. Um, so have a wonderful time with your families. If you're getting some time off work, enjoy your football. And uh, we'll be back very, very soon to talk Sydney FC. 